I mean, it was hands down one of the strangest things, and I was also really, I was really nervous. I bet. I mean, I talked about that yesterday, being nervous about yeah. this, but just actually going through the experience because I, I like, I felt like all of a sudden, oh my god, am I in trouble? Like oh, it feels one of those, like one I of those feel, things. Well, I mean, it, you know, since we're in like a, a strange time now, but every time I'm around like any oh, kind of authority figure, I always like feel like I'm doing something. I'll illegal. explain what it was like because I don't know anybody else that's gone through something like this yet. Uh, it's weird. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today, but first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been calling Black's Pest Services. BlackPestServices.com. Yeah. Find sponsor Fun Employment Radio. And I'll say this. I have a, a story. Now, naturally, they can take care of any kind of needs that you have. Uh, it's a good idea to have your house inspected. Well, needs, not like check. all of your needs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, well, I can't I, speak for what, you know. Who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? I guess give them a call and ask them. But uh, they will take care of pests. Uh, but they also have said it many times that if you find like some weird bug or something and you're like, what is this? Uh, send it to us and we'll we'll identify it. So I was talking to Mike, the technical director for Digital Trends Live, the other show that I do. And... This morning, like I have an earpiece. That's how we all talk to each other is just through this this app. So it's kind of like we're all on the same communication line. And I heard him talking about it. He's like, God, there's that picture of that bug again. So gross. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Uh, and it was, apparently it's this picture he's had for months from when he took his daughter to like a horse ranch. <laughs> okay. And he fa- saw this really gross bug and he took a picture of it. And apparently it's been bothering him for months about how gross it is, but he couldn't figure out what it was. I'm like, whoa, hold up. I got a bug guy. Like, send me this. What did you say that in, like, a New Jersey? I, I did. I, was I got like, a bug guy. I did. I was like, I got a bug guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, of course you have a bug guy. And so uh, he sent it over, and I sent it to Derek from Black's Best Services. And within, like, seconds of him reading the the post, he was like, oh, well, this is a, this kind of fly. I don't even remember what it was. There's some specific weird kind of fly, and it is a gross fly. Oh, yeah. I don't need Looks to like a it. cross between, like, a giant ladybug and a weird mutated fly. I mean, it's... Ew. Oh, it's the ones that bug people like the best, though, like the big juicy ones. Oh, it's gross. And don't ever say juicy <laughs> describing that. Bug. Um, yeah, that that's so, so... Oh, it's disgusting looking. All right. Well, here, show me. It's hideous. All right. I mean, it was it was bothersome. Oh, that's not good. No. That is quite disturbing. It's quite disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you want to look it up, it's called a diptera fly. D-I-P-T-E-R-A. You don't want to look it up, though. You don't. Um, Why look it up when you have uh, such fine folks as at Black's Pest Services who can actually look it up and tell you When you, you look it, it up, though, it doesn't look the same because he did say, actually, okay, he said that's it's a diptera, so a type of fly, the abdomen looks a little unusual. So the abdomen, it looks different than what happens when you look up diptera. The abdomen looks unusual. Yes. That is how detailed they are there. That's how detailed they are. Uh, I will say on another note with Black's Pest Services, we got an email from our friends Dennis and Maria. And they wrote in, they said, hey, Sarah and Greg, a little fun anecdote from today. A marketer came to our door and Maria answered. He asked if we were interested in an environmental pest service. Maria said that we already hired one. The guy asked too, and she replied with, Black's Pest Services. He hung his head and said, okay. He can't can't compete with Black's. (laughs) There it is. All right. Well, blackspestservices.com. Thank you to them for being sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. All right. Uh, So what we're going to talk about here is a continuation of yesterday's podcast because yesterday's uh, got cut short a little bit because of the fact that I was scheduled to be on a phone call so you at were a court re- hearing. You were ready to go, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, um, and this is, you know, all because of the 
the the robbery, you know, that happened to me over a year ago, a year and three months ago, almost to the day where I had my vehicle stolen me, from me in a Burgerville drive-thru, and then the person uh, basically almost ran me over and you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then drove it for blocks and abandoned it and ran through, like, multiple... Uh, yeah. Backyards dropping all of Greg's personal belongings and other people's stuff and that he apparently already stuff. stolen and stole license a plates, phone from an old bags, man, I guess, yeah. and like who knows. Um, and then he went on to have many more sprees of uh, of terrorizing people. I'm going to say this now too: the end of this story. I don't have. Never mind. I'll wait till the end. There, but you don't have an end. There's not Is a going to be listening, like listening to all the Sue Grafton novels and not getting a Z. There's a Z out there, but I I will He's I'm trying out, to find he? it. I'm trying to. Oh no. Uh. Okay. Let me I'm just. Sorry, go I, just through. I have yeah, no just, idea what's happening. Did, did, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Um. Okay. I'll just start from the beginning. Please do. I mean. Okay. So. I'm tr- I was trying to look something up. Why don't you see if while while I'm talking, okay. I'm trying to see something there. Uh, okay. So. Here's how it was. This was a hearing yesterday for the guy um, where it was a – they've. I had spent about a half hour on the phone with the district attorney last weekend walking through what this was. And it's essentially a mental health thing to where uh, – oh, shoot, I don't know how much I can share of – I mean, it is kind of proprietary personal information, but, I mean, you know, this guy also – robbed me and stole from me. Yes, so. he did. Uh, the The way it works is this is a hearing for a mental health court to where they're saying that he is mentally ill and uh, probably because of how many drugs he's done and that he wouldn't have to go to jail. That is where we're at. And okay. So this hearing was... Was that, it was an actual court hearing where if this had been, you know, in non-pandemic times, I would have been down there in the courthouse uh, getting, presumably getting sworn in to testify and give my statement about the hearing. Yeah. And the judge is making the decision on what was going on. So this wasn't a trial. But when I, the way it worked was they called me, they're supposed to call me at one, they called me at 2.15, which is, which is different. And he, uh, and they, they called me and they're like, and it's all this noise in the background. It was really hard to hear. It just sounded like a really crowded room. So they were in a courtroom. They were in a courtroom. And there was a lot of background noise. And it was a really crappy phone line. And uh, this woman was like, okay, Greg, well, you are uh, in here right now. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to have your statement. And there's a judge here and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, words were dropping out. So I couldn't understand everything. Oh, man. Which made and it this harder. this is, like, super important. You need super to hear important. every word. Yeah. Super important. And so I was like... Okay, uh, all, all right. I thought maybe, you know, I would have some coaching on what was going on, but it was really, it was just like straight into, you're going into this. And I I was like, all right. And then the judge starts talking and they kind of swear me in. They're like, do you, like, do you promise to tell the truth? Whole truth and nothing but the truth? Did yes. you do that? Yes. And I was like, yeah. So help, did they say, so help me God? I was like, yes. So and they me had God? me verify who I was and say my name. Uh, but it wasn't so much that this is, they already have my testimony. This is more me making a statement where I could influence, uh, or at least in some way, make a statement of what's going on. Yeah. And he was there. He was there with his attorney. Um, did he, could you hear him? Did he talk? I could hear him. Was he talking? Uh, he was, but I couldn't understand what he said. Dang it. Because it was such a bad phone line. But they had, the judge said, you know, 
this is your chance to say what you want to say. And if you want to address Mr. Bay, you 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 can do so. Yeah. And so I gave I, I gave my my speech on it. I had what did you say? I, I thought about it for a while about what I was going to say, and I was like, "Here's where I'm at with this because you know, I, and you know, I'm the victim in the situation." Mm-hmm. But I just addressed it as, "Look, I'm okay. Like, I'm I'm fine. This was a pretty terrible thing, you know, when it happened. But here's my concern about this: is who's the next person going to be, and how bad is it going to be? Yeah, you know, because this is somebody who is." repeatedly violent. A repeat I mean, offender. Like he offend, he did that to like multiple people after Multiple other people to after to me. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I, I'm fine. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate what happened, but I'm fine. But some next person might not be. Yeah. Like, and, and I was like, what if he does this to somebody else and it just seems like it's escalating and he's going to hurt. Somebody's going to get seriously hurt or killed. You know, and I, that's what my fear is, is that if this person goes back out into society they've proven over and over again that this is what they're going to do no matter how many chances they get. Yeah. Somebody else is going to get hurt. Like, you, so, do you feel like he's like beyond rehabilitation because he's just so fried? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is what's happened to me and that it's happened to a bunch of other people and that would seem to be a pattern where usually that escalates Oh yeah. to where somebody is going to get seriously hurt. And, and, uh, and so... That was kind of what my statement was. You know, I talked for maybe five minutes and then that was about it. Wow. And I'm like, so there it is. And then they asked, do you want to address him? Because uh, he is in the court here right now. I'm like, no, nah, I don't have anything to say to him. Um, you know, I just kind of reiterated. The other That's stuff that so weird because I've just seen and, him, you know, like all of us who have seen the story and seen the pictures. To me, he's just a still picture, just like that face shot. But that's you, right. That's all you've ever seen of him. Yeah, yeah, because but to you, he's an actual person that was like, like beating your truck and holding a bottle and like driving off with your property. Like, he is you've a seen fucking him, monster. Yeah, you've seen him like in human form. Like everyone can look at a picture and be like, oh, well, look at that. Well, he doesn't look so scared. But then like you don't see like the entire like moving human person. Like, yeah, that's because I I've just seen him like that. No, my my and that one image of him when he was in court. Many months ago when he was yawning. On TV, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, when he was yawning after he got arrested. I guess that was, yeah, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, my, other than him flailing around in the cop car when I had to identify him, uh, where he was like spitting on the sides of everything, like my last memory of him is him spitting my truck around trying to fucking hit me and me diving onto the ground so I don't get run over by my own truck. Yeah. So, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But, uh, But also, I'm fine. My There's a difference fine. between so, mental health and also being a violent offender. You can be both. Like you have to take care of your mental health, but if yeah. that mental health is making you violent toward other people, then that's something that also needs to be addressed. Those are like two separate things. It seems. Uh, I remember now that exactly. Like I was kind of paraphrasing what I said, but I remember specifically I said, you know, I believe in redemption and giving people other chances, but how many chances do you get? Mm-hmm. You know, and before somebody is going to get hurt. Well, I mean, they kept giving him jail. And he has hurt people because he's assaulted people. You, you weren't know? told that he was released from jail that first time. And then until he was arrested again. I think somebody had sent us like, yeah, hey, your no, dude is like back in jail. Times. And we're like, yeah, wait, yeah. back in jail? Yeah. Because he had, like again, like assaulted somebody. And then yeah. again and again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a total pattern. But uh, the thing is, because this happened at uh, 2.15 yesterday, I had to go on air for another show at 2.30. And so I said my piece and then I listened to everything and I listened to... His attorney say what they were pleading, and then 
uh, I guess my representative, which would be the the district attorney or whoever it yeah. is. Um, this is a woman. She's very nice, and I oh, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, <laughs> she 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 told me once, and then now when she calls, I'm like uh, I don't want to ask again. Now it's like too. Far. I don't want to ask again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I didn't get to hear the final end result of it. And that's the but honest truth, to... and that's why I'm telling you I'm sorry I don't have the conclusion. I have not been told the end result of what happened because I had to leave the the courtroom, the virtual courtroom. Yeah. Um, which I had told them I'm like, well, I gotta go at this time, and they said that was fine, but I I didn't get to hear exactly what happened, so I don't have conclusion. I don't have a conclusion. I just I wanted to tell everybody where I'm at right now. I'm hoping I so get that conclusion today. Tell you? I would hope so. Uh, I've got somewhere I can get a hold of. I was waiting for them to get a hold of me because I don't know what the next process is. Yeah. Um, that's where it's at right now. I don't, I don't know exactly what concluded wow. from this or if there was a conclusion. Well, I am looking right now and as of right now, he is still, he seems to be still booked in Multnomah County. He's still in the register. The, it w- wasn't going to happen like right away. Yeah. That's not like, the theory is that if this went a certain way, he would be able to get out and be in unsupervised and back out. All right, the, because they said the pending before, right? Because I'm looking at the charges against him. There was a plea, but so, that doesn't change the situation. All right, because he was Cause released. This is a, a mental health court or a health court. And then okay, so this is a mental name. health assessment. Forgive me for my names. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, no, the, ass- the assessment already happened. It's weird. I, I honestly, and I don't know the terms, and I'm not an attorney, and I apologize to everybody if I'm just like making this up and making it confusing. It's because I'm confused. So basically, what they're, <laughs> like I'm, what they're I'm honestly confused trying on. to do is see if he needs to go to like a, a mental institution or stay in jail. No, I wouldn't go to an institution. It'd be like a home, like outside. He would be let free. Of course. Um, with like stipulations on it, but because he seems but to follow stipulations so well. Unsupervised. Perfect. Yeah. That's just great. So I don't know. I mean, they they walked it through, and uh, I mean, I trust the attorneys, I guess, because I don't know what I'm talking about. And they and and no, nor do I really have any influence on it, other than I could make my statement. Yeah. So I made my statement. Oh, good. I'm glad that you did. It's that was weird. Very scary. And I, yeah, the more like the more I'm verbalizing this and saying it out loud, I'm realizing how confusing it is and how confused I am by this yeah. entire process. Because you finally get something. It's really strange. You finally get to do something and then you don't actually even know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's uh, that's where I'm at. And again, yeah, you're the victim and you still don't know what's happening. Yeah. And there's no trust considering that they released him. He just happened to be captured again in Multnomah County because he was in Clackamas right. a couple of times too. He Ooh. was arrested and in jail there. Correct. Wow. I don't know what he said to me either. I, I don't know if he said something to me you or... You should get the, um, the court printout. Ask for the notes because there's a little person that... Stenographer. The... The stenographer. Do they still have stenographers? Yeah. That's actually typing it in real life? I, I'm pretty sure like they did. I mean, when I had service? to go to traffic court, they wouldn't did. that be something where they just have a transcription service that would just do it automatically? Well, what would happen to the stenographers? I don't know. Let me see, stenographer job. I didn't even think about that. Yep, there are 29 sten- stenographer jobs near me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did you know that you make fifty-four thousand dollars a year as a stenographer? I mean, you got to type. I mean, I can type fast. 
You have to type pretty accurately. A stenographer works in the courtroom and, and transcribes spoken words by typing them into a steno machine, a type of shorthand typewriter. And they got to like read it back. Like, yeah, fast and accurate typing skills are vital for a stenographer job. You have to be licensed and certified in addition to passing a special exam. I kind of want to be a stenographer now. I was like the stenographer in uh, Parks and Rec, Mrs. Beaver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. Um, All right, so you can start learning stenography for free. I would imagine that's a job that's not going to... Huh? They type it on actual. They type in a laptop, right? No, they type in a in a stenographer. No, they don't still type in a a a typewriter. Typing into a typewriter. Typewriter. A steno machine. A steno machine. Steno machine. We're all learning together. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So they type in steno machines. Really. And they still do it. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. So uh, to so how you type in a steno machine? Stenographers write uh, syllable. By syllable rather than letter by letter. So you learn the syllables. What? That's so weird. Huh? It has two rows of four We need to get keys. a stenographer on the show. I know. I need to know more about this. I'm also fascinated by shorthand. Have you ever known anybody who did shorthand? Not really. Do you know what that is? How? I, I understand the concept. It's like weird little like loops and lines and things that um, that all like accurately write something but it's like shorthand ways of doing it. It's fascinating. It seems like something you would have wanted to learn. I totally would have wanted to learn it. Yeah. No, because ha- I'm part of like a lot of weird groups on Facebook and a lot of them find, you know, like their grandparents old like shorthand notes. Like when they would make like grocery, like, you know, grocery store lists and kinds of things. So a shorthand fascinates me. So does, so does stenography. It's apparently a shorthand machine. Okay. Huh, weird. Yeah, it's a corded keyboard, so you can press multiple. That's why they're always like. When they're staring, when they're staring straight, ahead. straight ahead. Yeah. Because they're just pushing, they have four keys on either side. So you have to learn how to What? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. There's four keys on either side? That's it? I don't even understand this. I, I really want to get a snog- stenographer right, so, on the show. Okay, so sorry. It's, it's eight keys. So two rows of four on either side. So it's 16, eight on one side, eight on the other. And it's just syllables. And they do it by syllables. Why not type? I feel like I could type faster than just doing that. You can't type while people... All right, why don't I start talking and you type exactly I'm pretty, when I'm ready. I'm a pretty quick typer. Okay. All right, I will prove this right now. Let me pull up... Uh, here, I'll, I'll just pull up a, a Gmail document. I'm a very fast typer. I was the fastest in my class in school, although I I was actually a, the fastest in my class. I learned on a, I was. I learned on a typewriter. Yeah, so did I. All right, that's because we're fucking old. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's not something that anybody's going to be doing anymore. Oh, come on. Come on, Gmail. It's not opening up. Okay, here we go. All right. All right. I'm just going to speak in the way that I'm speaking, and you need to write everything that I'm saying. Hello, my name is Greg Nibbler. I am four feet tall. Wait, let me start from the beginning. All right, all right. You ready? Hello, how are you doing today? My name is Greg Nibbler. I am four feet tall and a Caucasian male. I have blue eyes and brown and silver hair. I'm way behind. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that last part you said? Okay, never mind. I don't know if I could do it. All right, let me try. Hello, my name is Sarah, and I like mac and cheese. I probably like it too much because I've already had three bowls of it today. I have a little bit on the corner of my mouth right now. I hope you don't notice in the broadcast. You're way behind. 
You are way behind. <laughs> I was faster than you. <laughs> we need to have a contest where we both just read something. I cl- clearly this is the kind of content that people want. <laughs> hearing us type in real time. Edge. Anyway, <laughs> that's where I'm at with all that, and it's good, confusing, messy story because it's confusing and messy in real life. And I'll try to get some resolution on it because I want resolution, and then I'll pass that along to everybody. Yeah. Anyway, Sarah. Should we do some World of Crane? I think we can. Okay. All right, well, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. At last. There what? it is. What was the at last? I'm running out I'm just going to tell you, it is the previous two days have been quite intense in a million different reasons, and my brain is so fried. That's where I'm at. Perfect. That's it. I just want to get that out. Cool. I just threw my phone on the ground for some reason. I don't know why. You throw things randomly. It's kind of one of your spasms. Yes, this is true. Mm -hmm. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah. Sarah. Dylan, welcome. Dylan. To my world of crazy. Crazy. Found a couple stories. Okay. Story number one out of Cleveland, Ohio. Have you ever been to Cleveland? No. Me neither. Good. Good. I've been to the Cincinnati airport, though. Wow. It's a different city. pretty much there. I think that's actually in Kentucky. Not in Ohio. But Cincinnati is the city that's in Ohio as well as Cleveland. It's a few hundred miles away. A 45-year-old man who lives in an apartment building in downtown Cleveland has has raised thousands of dollars after posting a sign in his window as a joke. So this guy's name is Jet Jet Croissant, which, by the way, I want to be friends with Jet Croissant. What a delicious sounding name. Jet Croissant. Hello, I am Jet Croissant. Well, uh, when Jet Croissant noticed that his downstairs neighbor had put up Trump banners in their window amid all of the civil rights protests that have been happening, he decided to post his own sign in his window reading, Venmo at Jet 513 and I will tap dance at midnight. (laughs) So he lives above these people who are hanging all these Trump signs in their apartment window. Uh, So he said that he did it for humor and expected to get like three bucks from anyone who saw his sign in real life. That was until a woman uh, named Amy who lived across the street took a photo of it and posted it to her Twitter. And it picked up a lot of momentum. So her tweet was liked a couple thousand times. But a reshare from a man named, a very popular man, I guess, named Mike in Seattle to his Twitter went hugely viral. Mike said he found the photo from a friend who had posted it to Facebook and didn't realize... um, where it had come from, his tweet has now been liked almost half a million times. <laughs> so Croissant only got one Venmo payment for $4 prior to a sign spreading via social media. Over the past few days, he's watched it grow exponentially. By Monday, which was two days ago, I don't even know how much it is now, he had nearly $6,500 in Venmo <laughs> transactions from strangers on the internet to convince him to tap dance at midnight above his Trumper uh, downstairs neighbors. Uh, okay, excuse me. So here's an update. By Tuesday, it was well over $10,000. He said, uh, this is amazing, but he's overwhelmed. He previously planned to tap dance on Wednesday night, the same day he posted a sign last week. But as more funds are coming in, he's waiting to raise more money. He's donating all the funds to the ACLU. He said, every two to three seconds, I'm getting Venmoed money. It didn't slow down until yesterday. Today, it's picked up again, and donations are getting bigger. The biggest donation I got was $50 a couple times. He's like, at this point, I figured I should probably do something good with the money. I'm donating it all to the ACLU. Uh, A woman even actually sent him actual tap shoes (laughs) that he's going to be using. 
Uh, he's also planning to make the actual tap dance a bigger production by filming it for everyone who's pitched in. Whenever the shoes come in, he'll dance and then close the Venmo. So it should be <laughs> happening sometime this week. Do the downstairs neighbors know about it now? All right. So he said a couple months ago they put the banners in the window and they are just the worst banners ever. They frustrated me a lot. When we had the protests in Cleveland that night, they took them down. A couple nights later, they put them back up. I thought it was in poor taste. It didn't make me too happy. So I thought this would be kind of a funny thing to do to annoy them. Uh, so he says he has not heard anything from his downstairs neighbors, nor does he know if they're aware of what's been going on on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would like to donate to him, his Venmo is, uh, again, at J-E-T-513. I mean, I can think of better things to spend my money on, but... Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it's also a donation funny. to the ACLU. Yeah, right, so. right, yeah. Plus, you get to watch this guy torture <laughs> people. <laughs> I love, like, just passive-aggressive torturing things like you know what i'll do i'm not gonna say anything to me i'm just gonna tap dance over your head for a while i swear i think my upstairs neighbors are tap dancers but i'm not an asshole but they're very loud or are you i'm not i keep to myself whoa gurgles yeah i know sorry that came through. <laughs> hmm. i mean i keep to myself all i do is sit in my apartment not talking to anybody watching lifetime movies quietly and painting sometimes i listen to punk rock but not that loud Okay. All right, and here's my story from yesterday that I was excited to share with you because okay. I think that this is something in uh, right uh, in your alley. West Virginians are now launching a full-on campaign to replace all of their Confederate statues with statues of the Mothman. Oh, Mothman's big in that area. Yes, it is. So this is all started by... Oh, Eastern uh, Seaboard, really. There's a lot of Mothman sightings. A lot of Mothmans. All right, so this is all started by a 30-year-old teacher named Jay Sisson. He's lived in West Virginia his entire life, and uh, he is a teacher. He makes a point to decorate his ninth-grade classroom with stories, cha- with storied champions excuse me, of the state's past. So uh, they, a lot of those include, of course, Sasquatch, the Flatwoods Monster, which I don't know what that is. Wait, this is all in this person's classroom? Yeah, so he's a... So he, I mean, West Virginians are all crazy, right? Ooh, Flatwood Monster's creepy. Have you seen that? No, no. Start, start this. Explain this to me. All right. Okay, I'm looking. All right. So he. So he puts. He's in... a lifelong West Virginia guy, a freak. You said he I puts champions. What? No, he calls storied champions of the state's past. Okay, that's so it's that's yeah. it's, but it's monsters. But it's monsters. It's a Flatwoods West monster. Virginia, the Flatwoods monster, which I just clicked on that, and it is freaky. Ooh, looking. I don't like that one bit. No. No. It looks kind of like one of the uh, Martians from... It uh, looks like a Martian with a giant leaf behind well, its the, head, and then, like its middle is made of a screw. Well, the Martians from... Um, why am I blanking on the name of the I movie? Attack know. on... A, attack oh, of attack the, from Attack Mars. from Mars. Attack of the Earth? Attack from Mars. So, I don't know. Attack from Mars. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know this also... This monster appears in uh, The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Amagon, Strikers 1945, and Fallout 76. The Flatwoods Monster does. Well, it's in okay. Fallout 76? That's what it says. Huh. Yeah, so look for it. And most of them, okay, so. I don't uh, play that one because it's online. Okay. I don't like to play with All right, so Jay Sisson says, I want my students to love their home to make it better despite the problems that exist here. I want them to see that. I like how he says, I want them to see that good exists here. Is the Mothman good? No, the Mothman's a bad omen. That's what I thought. He said, I want, he said, I want our community to beat the odds, and the Mothman can embody the spirit because it's ours. It's our symbol for something bigger. This guy's crazy pants. All right, so uh, not surprisingly, Sisson has joined a growing loud chorus of West Virginians who are demanding the state replace all of its Confederate statues with Mothman statues. So, uh, so I guess to many West Virginians, the Mothman carries more significance 
um, than any Confederate general. In fact, the legend originated in the town of Point Pleasant when locals spotted a man-sized bird creature Mm -hmm. prior to the 1967 Silver Bridge collapse that killed 46 people. Uh, Mothman was blamed and retroactively seen as a bad omen that foreshadowed the disaster. From there, the story of the Mothman spread across the country and became an urban legend of sorts. Now, as Mothman, yeah, you don't want to see Mothman. As wouldn't you want to? I guess you don't want to if it's a bad omen. No, it's a bad omen. Okay, you don't want to see Mothman. Well, as Mothman continued to appear uh, around major disasters, the 1999 Russian apartment bombings, and also attracted Hollywood interest. Did you ever watch the Mothman prophecies? Yes. With Richard Gere, right? Yes, it was. With Richard <laughs> Gere and Laura Linney. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Yes. Uh, so Point Pleasant held the first Mothman Festival in 2002, unveiling a 12-foot metallic Mothman statue in 2003, and opened the Mothman Museum and Research Center in 2005. And now in 2020, they're advocating for the cryptid to replace all of the nine Confederate statues in the state. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that. But Totally fine with that. I'm just thinking you can pick something better than Mothman, though. I don't know. I mean, West Virginia is a whole, like different creature in and of itself anyway you are just saying that because of the wild and wonderful world of whites no and also I wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia no and my friend's dad lives in West Virginia and she lived in West Virginia and she's like it is exactly I know what you're talking about and your friend's dad does not live in West Virginia didn't he live in well she grew up in West Virginia Uh, that's a stretch well anyway I know what you're talking about and there's a little bit of uh uh stretching of the imagination <laughs> well, on I that thought, i thought it wasn't a stretching of the imagination i did not realize that. <laughs> if this were to be fact-checked anyway on Snopes, i do think i'm sorry if you're from west virginia i think mostly you're, false I think you're strange and i love you because i think it's awesome that you want to replace confederate statues with statues of a winged bird man well i'm for that yes all right there you go that's your world of crazy mothman mothman hmm Ooh. That does make me curious, though, the, the Flatwoods monster. I wasn't unaware of that one. Yeah, that one's freaky looking. Well, the Mothman's scary looking, too. Yeah. How come you've never dressed as the Mothman for, like, Halloween? Uh, I'm not that interested in the Mothman. Really? Doesn't really do it for me that much. I mean, it's fine. Why would you not? Why would it not? Bigfoot I want interest as Why would I dress as the Mothman? Oh, I would maybe dress as Bandage Man. You know oh, who the Bandage the Man is? You do this, like, once every two years. Who's the Bandage Man, Greg? Do you know? Do you remember? He's the one. You only remember like one tenth of things I tell you. I, I only listen to one tenth of things you say. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one on the way to the Oregon coast, right? Yes. So the bandage man <laughs> will allegedly jump onto your car in the middle of the night, or you'll see him walking on the side of the road. And supposedly he was a firefighter or a logger, somebody in the Great Tillamook Fire. That actually happened. The fire actually happened, but some, and people died in it. And the bandages are because they tried to save him, bandage him up, but he's all bloody and bandaged, and he's like, and he'll jump on your car. The Bandage Man of Cannon Beach. That's what it's called. What in the world? Uh, oh, Cannon Beach? Uh, I don't think he's... Oh, well, maybe there's part of him there, too. Let me Usually, all I stories are different, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's definitely it's on the way to the Oregon coast. So maybe maybe it is Cannon Beach? Okay. I thought it was Tillamook, but I guess I was wrong on that. Um, but yeah, the Bandage Man. Wow. That's a legend. Oh, there's also, okay, so there are a whole bunch of urban legends from the um, around the area. The Lady from Cannon Beach. Uh, I don't know anything about that. There's an old, yeah, so there's a lady, there's, there's the Bandage Man on one road. There's the Lady from Cannon Beach on the other road. The Oregon coast is creepy. I oh, mean, yeah. there's no getting around that. That's that's fact. Oh, there's a picture of a report uh, uh, that somebody got of the purported Bandage Man. If people have uh, 
Oh, running at them. Silly. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've, I mean, I know we've got a lot of listeners all over the place. So I'll, just the Oregon coast itself is, it's beautiful, but it's very creepy. Um, cause it's right up, like it's forested right up to the beach or right up to the beach, so beach towns. Thick. Yeah. Um, and you go through this super windy road. I mean, there are only a few ways to get out to the coast through that forest. Well, I mean, it depends on what part of Oregon you're in. Yeah. But, yes, but I mean, yes. through, from ours at least. Yeah, yeah. There's, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely a creepy area. Yeah. The bandage man is a phantom of a man completely wrapped in bandages that haunted, haunts the small community. The bloody figure who smells of rotting flesh jumps into vehicles passing on the road outside of town, notably pickup trucks or open-topped cars. Sometimes he breaks windows or leaves behind bits of bloody or foul-smelling bandages. Yeah, sounds about right. So you said, so one of the things is that it could be uh, somebody in the fire. Another legend is that he was the ghost of a dead logger cut to pieces in a sawmill accident. No, that doesn't explain the bandages. Maybe he's trying to tape himself back together. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I do not believe that. Okay, that sounds that ridiculous. Okay, that is absolutely ridiculous. They wouldn't bandage up somebody who was cut already in half. Like, why would they Why would they bandage him up? He's already gone. Like, that makes no sense. Whoever wrote that just doesn't just understand stupid. the bandagement. so stupid. Anyway. And Bigfoot's totally real. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously. Obviously. It's Bigfoot's time right now. It's his time There's nobody to out there. There's nobody out there. Yeah. That's where we're at. This All is right. when you should be camping. You should be out there trying to find It him. is when I should be camping. Making friends with him. Yes. I would like to go camping. That sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we determined this. Oh, that's it. We're wrapping up. Okay. You're Isn't pulling, it? You're pulling the plug on it. Oh, no. Well, we can keep No, going. that's okay. Right. Uh, Bandage Man was... is the worst They Might Be Giant song. <laughs> that's from Rick Rutherford. <laughs> the Backwards Bandage Man. What's man, the Backwards Man? Bandage Man. Oh, look at the Backwards Man. Um, the backwards man. Wait, I don't see anything with. I don't know who the backwards man is. It didn't pop up right away. I don't know. Well, anyway, maybe tomorrow we'll do a little bit more information on that stuff. Oh yeah, there's also you know Holland Road. I told you in Bremerton. Okay, you said that I bring up Bandage Man at once every two years. You bring up Holland Road once every two months. <laughs> I do not. I can't remember the last time I talked about Holland Road. It was about two months ago, probably at the beginning not. of quarantine. Um, yes. Holland Road in Bremerton, we would go there uh, in high school and you're supposed to drive and turn off the lights and then a lady's supposed to appear because she got like hit by a car and left in a ditch or something and then sometimes you can see her horse. Wait, did somebody hit a horse? No, hit her. And sometimes there's like a horse. that you. Can Why would the horse to. be there? What does the horse have to do with it? I don't know. Maybe it was like her favorite horse or something. I don't understand where the horse ties into this. I don't know. I've, I've never seen I, I never was she riding a horse when she was hit no I think she was walking because I would do a lot of damage to the car I wouldn't think that but I would think she would be okay yeah I don't think they hit the horse they hit her and then left her in a ditch and then she died and now she hunts and now she hunts the road and so she riding doesn't a want horse. teenagers she was not riding a horse some people say they've seen a horse I never really heard the horse the horse kind of seemed like it's a bullshit. ghost horse there's a ghost horse maybe. there's a woman on a ghost horse not on a ghost horse there's a woman and there's a ghost horse and sometimes there's a horse and sometimes there's just a woman is it like see through yeah you can see through the horse. Yeah, because it's a ghost horse. But you can hear it? Yes. Like clopping? You can hear it because there are all these frogs around. And the second that the frogs all go quiet, that's when you know that she's there. And you hear the clopping? And sometimes you can Of her horse? That was a good horse clop. It was something, all right. That was pretty good. Okay. Just trying to clarify this. 
that's that's enough horsefoot. God, I should totally be a horsefoot horse actor. <laughs> All right. Aren't you glad you stuck around for that? Boy, thank you, everybody. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for your kindness. Thanks for tuning into our show. Thanks for being a subscriber. That is a huge help. That really when, helps uh, When us. you can, I totally understand if you can't, um, but it is very much appreciated. And and I know, you know, most people don't listen live or can't listen live, but uh, the six ninety nine a month, it does go a long way. So just know that it, it's very much appreciated. Um, but either way, just thank you for listening to the show. We do appreciate that regardless. Regardless. We've we got a lot coming up. You. I know we've been a little discombobulated lately, a lot going on, but we want to be here for you. Oh, by the way, it is uh, Wednesday, June 17th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. Perfect. Halfway through. Happy hump day. Oh, I hate it when people say that. I swear, I have, like, so many radio people. I know whenever I see someone write happy hump day, I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so from radio. Those are the only people I see that post that. Oh, you're the only one I've heard say it. I've never said it seriously. You just said it. I said it jokingly. You just said it. Yeah, it was a joke. Is there a birthday today? Is there a birthday today? Uh oh. Happy birthday! Happy we'll birthday. be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. <laughs> Bye, friends. Bye.